On this episode of the podcast, Bob Fish and I talk about the importance of taking a break. Hope you dig it. Bob Fish, how are you, my friend? Fabulous. Good morning. Welcome, welcome back from your uh, your break. How was it? Perfect, right? So, you know, like a lot of people... I love that. <laughs> we're traveling kind of in-state. You know, we're not hopping on an airplane or anything like that. And we chose Mackinac Island, which is where my wife and I got married 13 years ago. We chose Stone Cliff, which is really removed on the island. And all we did is hike and kayak, which is kind of what we do at home, but we had a slightly different view and a little change of pace. Well, and and for people who are listening to this, wherever you're listening or watching this, you know, the thing about Mackinac when you're back there behind the Grand, which is kind of like the yeah. barrier between the busy area and the not busy, like yeah. the hiking back there is pretty incredible and you've seen nothing like it anywhere else in the state. So I, I even even though you, you might you and I spend a ton of time outside, it's still different up there. Totally different. And then, you know, a little thing, I'm pretty sure everybody knows this, but because of the high water, you know, that ring road that goes around that's eight miles, you can't do it. You can't do the ring road because uh, they're they're reconstructing it and basically falling into the water. But uh, Michelle and a, I went out. It's a kayak loop right now. <laughs> yeah, right. You can kayak it. But Michelle and I did get around it because uh, there were thunderstorms one day and we, we went after the last thunderclap and the construction trucks weren't out yet and we got the full ring and, uh, you know, that's just such a Michigan thing to do, you know, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So so this has been um, this has been a, a crazy year as far as tempo. Right. And you're you're seeing uh, tech companies talking about their employees taking a break. And so somebody like yourself, what yeah. what is five days or six days or what, you know, whatever you were actually unplugged? What does that do? for you and how important is it for you and your wife to just get away for five or six days and turn it all off? Yeah, we're gone Monday through Friday. Um, and, you know, I'd like to think that I turned it all the way off, but, you know, I took it down about 95%. <laughs> um, but, you know, my wife and I have a mission uh, to, to, to visit 150 countries. So we're, we're like travel hounds, right? Now, we're not going to go do anything crazy like that. Uh, in, in the balance of this year, although we might go to Africa if we can in December, you know, for Farm Direct and that kind of thing. But um, it's just it's just a a break. It's a break from the computer screen. It's a break from your emails. It's a break from Teams. It's a break from you know virtually everything that you're doing. And you know, so many of us are are at home and we're just cycling from. Uh, you know, Zoom calls to emails to telephone and then wash, rinse and repeat. And it's really hard to find a, 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 a differentiation point between what's work, what's home, what's friends and stuff like that. So when you go away like that, it's really clear that you're away and you're there to relax and have a good time, you know. That's awesome. And, you know, uh, like I was saying, you know, when when all of those days sort of blur together, this this ability to sort of get away. And, you know, what we've been trying to do here is build some summer back into something that doesn't feel like summer, you yeah. know, because you're you're stuck here. The kids are stuck here. It's this yeah. like to your point, this rinse and repeat um, finding a way to kind of get out and clear your head and do something different and get a different view on the world. Totally. Is not only important, but you know, one of the the interesting parts about trying to figure that out, and you and I were talking off air, is is trying to figure out a place to go that feels okay. Right. 
Right. Feels reasonable. And, you know, uh, we were talking about this uh, earlier, but tech companies are begging their people to take time off, you know, because uh, because nobody's really taken a, a day off. They're just they're just completely cycling constantly at home. And, and I, it's I pretty destructive to the brain. Well, it's destructive to the brain. And I was um, I, I'm in a couple of Facebook groups and one mm-hmm. of them, one of the people on the Facebook groups was complaining that she's six or seven months pregnant and her boss continually texts her after nine or 10 or 11 o'clock. And, you know, she was asking, you know, how do I navigate this? And, and I was responding, well, you, you now, you know, my mother always used to tell me that is what you permit is what you promote, right? Right. My mother's very sage-like in that way. Um, and, and I use some of the same advice. It's like, if somebody texts you on your birthday when you're off or emails you and you respond, you create a Pavlovian work response that they think that you're available 24, seven, three, six, five. That's right. Um, but I wonder if right now, and I don't know if you have any insight into this, but as I'm just speaking out loud, like I wonder if that's actually gotten worse since you don't really know the difference, right? You don't know what day it is. You don't know what week it is. You don't know what time it is. Right. So you're, you are answering emails at 11 o'clock at night that's because right. you don't know where you are. That's right. You know, uh, like yeah, when, when I used to commute to work and, and you know, when I, when I came home and crossed the threshold, I kind of knew that my day was done. But I don't cross the threshold anymore, and I, I think that that's the thing that's happening to a lot of people is that there's there's no line that you cross that you say, okay, my day's over. Yeah, because you know? I mean, even you and I both have offices; it still doesn't feel like a threshold. No. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> Not at all. Not at so, all. So, what's uh, business side? You know, what what's going on? I, I I was interested, you know, because we've been talking for a number of weeks um, about what's happening in your industry. Yeah. And I was thinking this week, you guys have been on this this sort of in what we call in the business world the inverted hockey stick that every business wants to have, where you're going yeah. the right direction, right, as yeah. opposed to the other way, right? The correct <laughs> hockey stick is what a yeah. business doesn't want. Um, but we're actually heading into peak time for you. Yeah. And so, wh- you know, what is the anticipation when you're getting to September and October? And then what happens in November, December? Because for me, my coffee consumption, especially like with what you and I would label treats, right, where yeah. you go and like get something fun, seems to accelerate in November and December because the holidays sort of do that for me. But from a business perspective, what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, right. So, you know, traditionally, summer's a, a, a usually kind of a, a down period of time for us. And, and and the reason that it is, is all our regular customers go away and go on vacation, right? I mean, they hop on a plane, they go to Disney or they go to the Grand Canyon or, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, they're just out of their normal routine. And so we don't really see them with the same degree of frequency than the school year normally produces for them, right? So so once the school starts back up, everybody gets back into routine, we start accelerating. And that coincides with what is sort of, you know, the perfect fall weather. And perfect fall weather brings new customers to us, uh, not just coffee drinkers, but, you know, we do caramel hot cider, we do hot cider, hot chocolate, you know, all these kinds of things that that, that, that just sort of, the say fall, right? And and all that converges at one moment in time. So September and October tend to be our busiest moments in time. Well, right now, here we are in summer, and we're plus somewhere between 21 and 29% over 2019 sales, which is really quite remarkable. So 
Um, we, and let, I just want to stop for people who yeah. may just, this may be the only episode they watch. You know, one of the yeah. reasons that that statistic is important is because you guys have grown consistently year in and year out anyway. That's so, right. So to be double digit growth on top of a year that you already grew yeah. during a global pandemic, during, during, during. Yeah, right. Is, is insane. You know, like a good growth rate for Big B Coffee would be somewhere between 12 and 17 percent. You know, if we were doing that, we would say, hey, we're having a good year. And, and that's a combination of uh, new store sales and same store sales both going up. Right. But now we're plus 10 points on that. Right. So it, it's just it's awesome. It's great. We love it. Uh, but we're pretty sure it's going to continue on in that uh, particular trajectory as we move into the, the fall months. Now, you know, school's going to start back up, but a lot of schools aren't re-engaging. Uh, but, you know, Big B is a really safe place to get a treat, to get, to get a little quality something. And, you know, nothing says fall like Big B coffee, caramel apple cider, you know, all that stuff. Um, and so, you know, our best month, September, October, October is always really good. 31 days, no holidays, right? September has a holiday in it. So holidays always kind of muck up the standard of sales. Uh, November, December are really good. Uh, although Thanksgiving puts a little hitch in that. Uh, sure. And then we, we sort of, the months between Thanksgiving and Christmas tend to be sort of off the charts because we're not just selling coffee. Uh, by the cup, but by the pound and gift cards, gift cards and all this and... kind of thing for, you know, the holidays. And then and then it really drops off the cliff basically December 25th as we head into January and February. But uh, we're pretty sure also January and February are going to be pretty good because people are going to be housebound and they need some place to get out. And, uh, you know, we use this very early on in the COVID dialogue, the idea of finding something that's normal or normalcy and so on and so forth. And, and they'll still need that, too. Do you do you think um, because I've been thinking a lot about the way in which this has changed us almost on a cellular level, the way in which we interact with the world? And and I mean that literally. Right. It feels like everything is different. But I've been thinking here in Michigan. Now, you guys are all over the place. Right. You've got you're in Charleston. You're all over the place. But here in Michigan specifically, I've been thinking about I wonder if people will want to stay out on patios longer because it feels safer, right? Like yeah. even though it's cold, I mean assuming it's not raining or snowing, yeah. I'm wondering if if people and restaurants and you know QSR places that have patio ability. So here at my house the Big B does have a small sort of patio locale. Yeah, right. Um if that you know your thoughts on if that stays open longer than it would on a typical year because people might be looking for that respite. Oh, for sure. I mean, even Michelle and I, on a personal level, uh, the only way we, we engage with people is on our deck 10 feet apart outside, right? So, uh, and we're going to stretch that season as long as we can. You know, we'll probably be sitting there in our coats, you know, uh, drinking cocktails and, and, and hanging out together where, you know, normally we, we would have been inside by that moment in time. But uh, we'll, we'll keep the little fire pit going a little bit longer this year, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, my friend, as always, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And, and we've started doing this for the last couple of weeks. But uh, this week, if people are looking for the drink to pick up, what what should they be drinking this week? It's the same one as last week. I hate to be repetitive, <laughs> but the sweet foam caramel cold brew, uh, we can't keep it in stock. It's so popular, right? The, and I don't know if you know what sweet foam is, but it, it you know, like there's usually whipped cream 
whipped cream has a lot more air in it, but basically you're, you're, you're using whipping cream, but not whipping it up as much. Sure. And so it's almost horrible, right? It's a horrible cream and that degree of fat. And I probably shouldn't tell people there's fat, but I mean, if you don't know, then, then you're, you're not, you're not awake or whatever, but, um, you know, that, that degree of fat with the acid of coffee is just, it's a perfect complement, right? So dairy, uh, is a base coffee is an acid. And when you, when you marry those two things together, you get a neutral pH and, and your tongue and your stomach and all that really love it that much more. And then it's a sweet phone. So it just has a, a little tinge of uh, sweetness to it. That, that is just a perfect compliment, but people just love it. All right, brother, have a wonderful week.